Hi guys! Welcome to Jesse's Place, a safe space where I, your resident realtor and serial entrepreneur, provides you with info on life, experiences, empowerment, lifestyle, knowledge, business info, and of course, everything real estate. Now let's get into it. Hi guys! Can you believe that it is episode 13 of Jesse's Place podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about real estate because as you know, this is a lifestyle podcast. And not only do we talk about lifestyle, empowerment, and business, we also talk about real estate. So on today's episode, we're going to get right into how you can grow your net worth through long-term and short-term real estate investments and the difference between both pros and cons. And I'm going to walk you through a couple things that I've learned along the way. And um, let's get right into it. So if you are right now um, a renter and you you know, are interested in purchasing a property and you're really interested in making a return on the property that you are considering purchasing, then this is the episode for you. I want you to get a pen and paper, get ready, get snug, snuggled in, uh, grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, because today we're going to be talking about investing in rental properties, um, buying and holding um, residential real estate investment trusts. And um, these are long-term investments that are going to help you make money and then we're going to also talk about short-term investments like fix it and flip it which is exactly how it sounds but we'll get into that and then we're going to be talking about airbnb also known as vacation rentals um this is not a sponsored post so i'm going to be referring to airbnb mostly as a vacation short-term rental so just bear that in mind when i'm talking about it later um, I don't have enough money to protect myself if I get sued. So <laughs> I just want to make it really clear. This is not a sponsored post by any means necessary. So, but yeah. So first things first is you got to decide which is right for you. Are you uh, interested in a long-term investment or are you interested in a short-term in- in investment? Do you want a quick return? Do you want, uh, are you willing to hold and wait? You got to figure out what is going to be the thing that drives you, that motivates you to get into investing in real estate and seeing some money because that's 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 the the purpose, right? You want to see a return. You want to see a return on your investment. If you follow me on IG, you see that I post that sometimes ROI, which also stands for return on investment. So when you're getting into um, the purchase of an investment property, you want to see a return on that, right? And um. Uh, there are a few ways that we can do that. So the first thing that I want to talk about is what is your net worth, right? So your net worth is the net balance of your total assets minus your total liabilities. Or basically, it's what you own minus what you owe. So when you're considering getting into um, an investment property, purchasing an investment property, um, you got you to gotta know where your net worth is. You got to know where you stand financially. And uh, the best way to do that is... Um, reaching out to a lender, um, getting mortgage ready, if, or if you're already a homeowner, calculating what your debts are already and comparing the two, right? So um, this year, we've seen that with COVID, it's had a crazy, crazy effect on the housing market. Um, if you have a home, uh, one of the things that are an asset to you is that the inventory and the high buy- buyer demand means that the home prices are extremely extremely high so you can get a lot of money 
on an investment that you already have. But if you're a renter, this is the perfect time for you to think about how home ownership fits into your short-term or long-term financial future. So an investment in real estate can actually help you grow your net worth, build wealth over time, and you can get your foot in the door in the housing market that has these crazy prices that keep going up, 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 up. So one of the things that I see for a long-term investment in real estate would be investing in real Uh, I'm sorry, investing in rental properties. So when I'm talking about investing in rental properties, I'm talking about a single family, multi-family, buildings, commercial property, uh, parking lots, things like that. When I was a kid, I grew up in a home that was owned by the landlord. So my landlord lived with me in the same in the same a two-family home back then i was like if i had my own house one day i wouldn't want to have uh, people living with me i want to live by myself but see the game was that my landlord was already um financially literate so i would you know one day casually he he actually became a mentor to me as i grew up uh, older and went on to make my way in life and he's still a huge part of my family now but Back then, I asked him, I said, why don't you just live alone? Like, why do you, you know, why why do you have me and, and my family living here? And he explained to me that this is how he pays off his home, right? So I knew at a really young age that the home was a way to get a return on your investment. It wasn't those words that I was using, but it, it definitely planted a seed for my long term. So when I'm talking about investing in a rental property... And I'm talking about a single family. That's an example of a single family home, right? Single. I'm sorry. That's an example of a multi-family home. Um, if you have a single family, we'll get into that later. I'm talking more about how you can do some um, Airbnb uh, vacation rental, but we're gonna get into, into that. Let's not let's not go too fast, okay? So keep in mind, right, that you got to keep a a snapshot when you're thinking about investing of your financial situation right now. You got to always figure out where you stand financially because a lot of these things that you can do with little to no money down, right? So a long-term rental property is one that is leased for an extended period and typically used as a primary residence by the landlord. Okay, or buy and buy the rent and buy the renter. So a single family, you could purchase and and rent out to a single family. A multi-family, you could live in the home and rent out a, another part of the home to someone else. Uh, usually, like another apartment. As an owner, you you don't usually have to worry about paying the utility bills or furnishing the property unless you decide to do that because um, that's usually covered by the tenant. So the 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 traditional tenant will pay for their utilities and they will pay for their own furnish furnishment and they will spend an effort on their day-to-day property management um so long-term rentals are attractive in that way that as opposed to short-term rentals where there's a lot of more upkeep so long-term um rentals investing is more um attractive because there's less manageability on the day-to-day that you have to do and the tenants usually are investing more towards the day-to-day care such as rent and utilities which could really 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 help out your cash flow okay um 
when you have an investment property, you also want to remember that you got to find the best places to invest, right? So if you're looking to purchase a single or a multifamily or a commercial space, you got to think about where you are going to be investing, right? So you want to make sure that you're finding places that um, you see there's an economic or there's a, a, a urgency or a need for placement in housing, right? You don't want to go to places and purchase in places that are already overly populated because it's kind of like, you know, where are you going to get your foothold in? So you want to do your research. If you see like duplexes going up or if you see um, restaurants going up or if you see just like some type of urban or economic development going on, those are the best places to try to start researching and finding out where you can get some rental um, properties going over there. So when you are uh, purchasing a rental property for the long term, you want to buy a property and rent it out to tenants for a long time, longer than 12 months. You're the landlord and you make money from rental income and cash flow. So that's why this is one of the best ways to invest in real estate. It provides steady income. It can maximize your available capital through leverage. And many of your expenses are tax deductible. So you want to make sure you have a good accountant. You want to make sure you have a good tax person. You want to make sure that you have everything um, on your side so that when you're, you're making all this investment, you can get a return um, tax deduction um, at the end of the year and so on and so forth. Um, but you also want to keep in mind that um, the, the amount of work that you're going to be putting into the rental property over the long term. So, you know, if you're going to have someone who's going to be, let's say the tenant calls you and says, oh, hey, the plumbing is not working. Is that something that you're going to have the tenant uh, be responsible for and then you reimburse them? Or is that something that you're going to have um, a crew of people taking care of for you? Are you going to have management taking care of it for you? So those are the kind of things that you want to bear in mind. You want to have a good support system, a good network of people. If you're going to have a long-term investment on an, um, a rental property, you want to make sure that you have the right people to help you. So that one, that you're not losing money, but that also it's a cohesive um, effort and that everyone gets what they need to get. Um, another thing that you want to keep in mind is that the majority of the rental income becomes profit that goes back into your pocket and that's how you can pay your mortgage. So, um, investing in a long-term investment such as a rental property over the long term will definitely, definitely for, for a beginner, for someone who is maybe a first time home owner, um, this is one of the best ways to start out is to have the home pay for itself. Um, a lot of times, if you're getting a mortgage that has a clause where you must live on the property, it's not going to be a wise investment because you need to be um, living in the property yourself, depending on what the, the mortgage is and the mortgage um, conditions are. But if you get a mortgage condition that is free of clear of any condition that prohibits you from renting out a space or um, renting out the whole uh Let's say you, you're living somewhere else and you're renting out your whole single family to someone else. If you're if there are no mortgage conditions, then you're good to go. But if you if if this is going to be a case for you, then you want to consider doing a multifamily where you live in a portion of it and someone else lives in a portion of it. Like how I grew up in a, in a home where I lived on the top floor, someone lived on the bottom floor, the landlord. And basically we paid rent to the landlord. Well, my family did. So you want to think about those two things. Okay. Um... So those are the, the, the biggest differences um, in regards to long-term traditional renting, okay? So this is that's basically considered um, 
a long-term rental property is usually one that you own and that you either rent it out completely or you live in a portion of it. It's a great way as a beginner to get started in growing your net worth and getting money back in your pocket and having the mortgage pay for itself or at least the largest part of the mortgage is being paid off. So um, that's number one. Number two would be a long-term investment would be... um, Buying and holding. So buying and holding is is a is very similar um, to an uh, a rental property, a long term rental property, because you can purchase it the same way that you purchase a rental property, the way that you you purchase a home. But in this respect, is a lot of pe- a lot of times you see people uh, or uh, investors rather they will hold the property uh, until it can be sold for a profit in the future. So if you live in Brooklyn or if you lived in Brooklyn, like I have my whole entire life, I don't live in Brooklyn anymore. I'm located now in Jersey. Um, a lot of the times growing up, we saw a lot of, um, businesses and duplexes and low income housing going up around our apartments, around our buildings, around our homes. And as an investor, if you see this going on, you can buy, you know, a, a, maybe a home that's not in the best condition and hold it. Because if the property around it is going up, eventually there's going to be an investor that's going to come in and want to either knock down that property or they're going to want to build more on that property. You know, either extend it, make it bigger or just completely knock it down and add it to the existing land condition that's going on around it. So that is a good way to get into um, long-term real estate investing is buying and holding. So that's when you hold the property until it can be sold for a profit in the future. If you can afford to do this, that's great. If you can't afford to do this, a way to do this without hurting your pockets is to also use it as a rental property. So you buy it and you hold it as a rental property, right? You're just not using it to hold it for profit in the future, but a con in that would be that if you have anyone renting it at the moment and, and someone comes in and wants to buy it cash on hand and you want to get rid of it, you would have to have some sort of an arrangement with the tenant where the tenant can be placed somewhere else or the tenant would be allowed to stay. So keep those things in mind when you're thinking about buying and holding um, and then also using it as a rental property. So these are, so far I've given you two examples of long-term investments in real estate that are going to make you money. So the first one is investing in a rental rental property that you're going to either be living in or renting out completely. And so you're either going to be living in it and renting it at the same time simultaneously, or you're going to be owning it and renting it and not living in it at all. So that's a long term. The second long term that I just told you was buying and holding. Um, investing in buying and holding is the most basic and the most easiest form of real estate investing there is because it's for it's it's very straightforward, right? Um, a real estate investor can follow this type of investment to seek money by renting the property and collecting monthly rent and still holding until it can be sold for profit in the future. So as you can see, if, if you have the means and you have the patience, this can be one of the biggest ways to get real estate appreciation. I talked about appreciation and depreciation in a prior real estate episode, so I'm not going to get in that today because today we're talking about getting that money from purchasing an investment property. You dig? <laughs> You're going to hear me code switch a lot because um, I like to, to, to be funny and also uh, show my uh, enthusiasm for my love of real estate and being able to give you guys uh, the info back. But I also like to be really serious and give you facts about um, real estate investing. Um, keep in mind that real estate appreciation is slow and steady. 
So some sometimes beginning investors, they think we could just buy the property, sit on it, and it's going to make some money, and then you're going to get out. No, you got to have a... a <laughs> if you don't have the means, you got to have a plan. So that's why if you're going to buy and hold... Make sure that you have you bear in mind that you're going to be using also as a rental property in the interim. Okay, that's one of the the biggest strategies. I mean, strategies to get some money in in the uh, in the interim that you're not um, getting a huge profit right away. Um, let's see another investment that is a long term investment that could make you money and grow your net worth through the purchase would be residential real estate investment trust. I know during the pandemic, for me, I was learning a lot about um, investing and I was going on all the webinars and seminars and all the Zooms and all the all the things to learn about investing and stocks and things like that. Things that I was not taught traditionally in school, but I see that a lot of schools are now teaching them now to the kids. So we got to big up the education system for doing that now. But um, real estate um, investment trust is a real estate property as a mutual fund stock. That's all it is. It's just a corporation where a large number of real estate investors, such as yourself, because I'm hoping everyone who is listening will become a real estate investor in one way or another. So basically, real estate investors, they pull their money together. They purchase large real estate. And then you get a return on your investment. So the same way that you would invest money into Amazon or if you invest money into buying stocks in Nike or if you invest money into buying stocks in Lay's potato chips, whatever, wherever you're investing money in, you could also do the same thing by buying a real estate investment trust. So once you once the money is invested, it stays in the trust in the trust until the until it ends and the properties are sold. So then the proceeds are then distributed distributed amongst the uh, trust stakeholders. So once you are a real estate investor in the trust, you become a stakeholder. So you get a portion of whatever you, of whatever it sells for. Okay. So this is this long term investment is considered a hands off approach because you're not managing the property, you're not dealing with a tenant day to day. You're just sitting back and letting watching your money grow. It's a long term investment because it takes time to see a return on your investment. It takes time to see an ROI, okay, a return on your investment. Um. So this means that real estate investment trusts are a good alternative to direct property investment. For investors who want, guess what? Passive income. So real estate investment trusts are also passive income. So any, actually any long-term investment is passive income if you think about it. But REITs, R-E-I-T, real estate investment trusts, like we like to call them, are managing and, and uh, any other responsibilities fall on the trust itself and not you individually. So it's a good alternative right? To have passive income, to have direct investment, property investment without getting your hands dirty or without, if you don't know anything about owning a home, if you're not interested in homing an, an, owning a home yet, if you don't have the, the, the large amounts of money, you can really get started with like five bucks on any mutual fund or any stock exchange and really just start investing in real estate, just buying stocks, mutual funds and stocks in real estate, right? So um, you can find, I'm, I'm not going to co-sign any places to buy real estate investment trust on this podcast because it's not a sponsored post. I don't want to get into any trouble or lead anyone in the wrong direction. But if you go on Google and you Google real estate investment trust and where to invest, 
there are going to be the top 10 that come up right away. Um, click on them. A lot of big names that you can click on and literally just start investing and you can start a portfolio of real estate um, investment trust right away with like literally like five, 10 bucks and get yourself started. And just, you know, it's a, a, a great way to have passive income investment over the long term in an investment. So now that you've heard about long-term investments, the good thing about it is consistent cash flow. Some of them require less day-to-day maintenance. And some of them, the tenants pay the utilities and help you pay down your mortgage. So when you're thinking about long-term investments, these are the ways, these are the three top ways that you can grow your net worth through the purchase of an investment like this. So if you can think about investing in rental properties, buying and holding or investing in a real estate investment trust, okay? So for the short short term, you want to think about um, how to get your money in and out quickly. Um, One of the two things that you're going to think about on the first short-term investment is a fix and flip. So when you're thinking about purchasing a fix and flip, a fix and flip is exactly what it sounds like. You buy a home that's not in the best shape in an area that you see growth going on around it. You don't want to buy a home... In an abandoned area where there's no need for housing, where there's nothing going on, you want to think about a place that the you know the house is not in, in the best condition, but if you fix it up and you do your homework, like I told you in other podcasts, and you find you know funding and grants and stuff like that, you could really fix up a great space and flip it really quickly and get a huge return on your investment. But one of the ways is you got to think about location, location, location. As a real estate agent myself that's the one thing that we know is location 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 so if you're thinking about a short-term investment the first one that we're talking about is fix and flip it so fix and flip it is exactly what it sounds like and as people start to get to get comfortable in the home buyer's market again and getting out there this is one of the best ways for you to get money quick but one of the things that you want to think about when you're doing this is you want to think about if you're going to buy cash if you have the means to buy this cash the con and buying, I mean, the pro in buying it cash is that you don't have a mortgage. You get all the money, all of the um, return is straight money in your pocket. One of the cons of doing that is that you're putting all of your assets into the property. If you have, I mean, if you have more than enough, then okay, then you're not. But that's one of the cons. Uh, a pro for doing it under a mortgage is that, yeah, you do incur a debt, but if you do it correctly, you can flip it and see a return right away and have that um, mortgage cleared up right away once it's flipped, right? And uh, one of the cons is having a mortgage, having a debt. So think about those two things when you're thinking about a fix it and flip it, okay? Another way to um, invest in real estate would be an Airbnb, all right, or vacation rental. (laughs) Uh, I I don't want to keep calling it Airbnb because this is not um, a sponsored post and I don't want to get into any trouble. But honestly, for short-term investment, if we're talking about short-term versus long-term, Airbnb or vacationing, rentaling, rental your your space is one of the best ways to get money quickly. And one of the good things about that is that um, if let's say you have uh, an apartment with a shared space and you live on the Jersey Shore, if you could see after the pandemic, a lot of people are not going into big brand hotels because a lot of hotels have restrictions. The world is opening up right now, but a lot of places still have restrictions in place. So one of the good things about 
um, having uh, space rented in a space that you own, whether it be your home or another apartment, if it's allowed, if you have an apartment, make sure that it's allowed by the landlord for you to do that. But if you have your own space and you want to rent it out, you can determine what the rules are and things like that. And you can also um, price fix what the prices are. So let's say it's Labor Day weekend and you know that there's going to be a lot of people coming down to the Jersey Shore for that weekend. Instead of charging your usual, I don't know, let's say your usual is $100. Since it's a peak weekend, you could double. So what you would make usually within a month, you could make over a weekend. So that's one of the best ways to make money with a short-term rental is vacationing vacationing style uh, rental um, your space. That's one of the best ways. So two ways to um, grow your net worth through the purchase of invest, I mean, through investment property would be fix and flip it. So you purchase a property that's already not in great condition, fix it, flip it, make sure that your location is key. And the second would be also choose the right location. If you're doing this is Airbnb it or like I like to call it vacation rentaling it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay um because short-term rentals are often referred to as vacation rentals any- anyway because they're geared towards recreational travelers okay people who are starting to feel comfortable traveling again and this is gonna this this is the market right now over the summertime that's gonna be become the more popular option so if you have a space already or if you're looking to invest in a property one of the things that I would do instead of of selling it right away or fixing it, flipping it right away was is to turn it into an Airbnb or vacation rental because 41% of people in the hospitality industry right now who are looking into the hospitality industry or who are looking for spaces are looking at Airbnb, okay? They're looking at um, short-term rentals as Airbnbs. They're not looking to these high-rise, high-rate uh, places, uh, hotels anymore. People are looking for a more homey vibe. They've been home all year. They don't want to really be and um solely in a hotel they they like some of the people some people still like the comfort of home while they're away and more so now since we've been home all year due to the pandemic okay so really quickly one of the things to think about when you're thinking about short-term rentals um as an investment property you want to think about the steady demand that's a great thing you also want to think about that you can still enjoy the home yourself you can still live there yourself and you can adjust your rental price seasonally okay so when investing in the right location and make sure it's legal, make sure it's legal. Make sure that if you are going to have a fix, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, an Airbnb uh, vacation rental, make sure that if you, let's say you don't own the property, right? Let's say that you live in the property, you rent the property, make sure you have an agreement with your, with the owner that it's okay to Airbnb a portion of your space. Or let's say you're not living in that space anymore and you're subleasing it as an Airbnb. Make sure that you have permission from your landlord or from the current owner to Airbnb your space, because that's a quick way, a, a quick side hustle to grow your net worth, uh, through uh, investing in the property as a vacation rental. Okay? So, 
just to go over really quickly what we've covered so far um investing a short-term rental offers many benefits because if you purchase an investment property in a top tourist destination like i told you like jersey shore it's a pretty popular place right now you can expect steady demand from travelers while taking advantage of any non-rented periods to enjoy the home yourself because if the place is not being um, rented out and you want to go down for the weekend or you want to have family staying there for the weekend you can still do that. So you can adjust your prices too around the peak demands to maximize your money, to maximize your net worth, okay? So, um, but you also need to understand the local laws and regulations on the short-term rentals. So make sure that if you are going to do that, that you're identifying the suitable um, market with the uh, uh, investment potential and that you know what the rules are and the local laws and regulations are in that area. Okay, so let's say you live in New York and you want to have an Airbnb in Atlanta. You got to make sure that you know what the ordinances are, ordinances are and the local rules are in regards to doing that over there. Usually it takes a quick Google search or a quick phone call to the town um, hall or the, 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 the city, the county office or whatever it is, the, the municipality um, restrictions are over there. You find out and you do your work when it comes to that. Okay, so um, as always, guys, make sure that you are figuring out location, that you are um, investing in the right type of property that works best for you, that you are doing the work that you need to do for you. And um, so really quickly, when you're investing in a real um, in properties to get a return on your investment, you want to look at investing in long-term rental properties, like single families, multifamilies. You also want to consider buying and holding, holding the property until the unit can be sold for a profit in the future. If you want information about how to get a mortgage, how to become mortgage ready to make the purchase of these things, of these options, please contact me. I'll lead you to the right people. If we're not in the same city, if we're not in the same town, if we're not in the same state, I can still direct you to the right people. I can direct you to people wherever you're located, okay? If you can't work through me, I can send you to someone who can help you. Um, Also, you want to think about getting into a real estate investment trust. Do the legwork. Go on Google. There are tons of of mutual fund stocks that you can invest in that will show you a long-term reward investment on real estate investment trust. And on the short term, we got fix and flips where you purchase um, a home and that you will fix and flip. Make sure that you're choosing the right location. And then secondly, uh, Airbnb vacation rental. Make sure that you're choosing the right location. So I've gave I've given you five, five, five different types of investment properties that will help you grow your net worth through investing. Um, I hope that you put these things to good use. If you have any questions, if anything that I talked to you about today was not clear to you, if you want me to um, elaborate on a future podcast, please let me know. I will see you next time. You already know. Stay tuned to the next episode. Um, Stay locked in. Thank you again for always tuning in, guys. And as always, remember, challenge yourself to become the person you want to become. Stretch and be ready to fail. The right people will value you in the right way. Practice humility. And when you make room to speak about what exists in the present, you no longer have time left for the past. Manifest and stay blessed. Live purposefully and with intention. Till next time, subscribe, leave a review, and I thank you. And I will see you next time. Thank you.